welcome everyone back to the reader copy recap it is monday 4th of july it is yeah, yeah. independence day independence day um my name is chris i'm joined by my co-host daniel yes welcome everyone you guys are joining us on a ride for episode four of miss marvell seeing red this is uh, again one of those like teleplay and story by mm-hmm. which i i don't know what the difference is we have to work our way into the industry just figure out what the terminology means let's write a let's write a show uh well who wrote the show is uh, sabir prasada ac bradley and matthew chauncey chauncey directed by uh, Charmin Obeyed Chinoy. Mm, yeah. I think this is the first time they've directed an episode, and I would say this is the most action-y episode. Action-y feels like an action movie. Like, there's some, there's like a lot of things that happen in this episode, I think. Yeah, yeah. I it's not stagnant. Kind of propelling you? Yeah. New environment, right? Yeah, it is. The fourth episode is always like the, let's change things up. I like it. I like it. I like I like it for that, the new environment. And yeah. Everything. The new environment is Karachi. That's right. If you remember last last episode uh kamala's grandmother asked for her and her mother uh to go to karachi to visit because of the vision of a train right so they go there uh so i i it's not like a, a movie theater where i can't just rewatch it but we were watching it together yeah and then as soon as the episode started I was like i gotta use the bathroom so i left that's right so i missed like the first two three minutes what happens so they're just on a plane they're on their way to karachi ready it's that awkward thing where there's a, it's the the mother and the daughter, right? But there's a random stranger in the middle seat because they okay. came on later and it's like awkward scenes of them. Uh, she's on, she's grounded, right? Because again, she ruined the wedding. All oh, right. Right. So she's, the punishment for being grounded for her, she can't speak. Isn't that a little bit too Whoa. harsh? How can you control that? I don't, like, you know, you're, you're grounded, you're a kid, but isn't that a little bit like a weird thing? Like you're not allowed to speak. <laughs> okay. I've never gone that far. Me neither. I've, I've never been grounded. I'm oh, kid. Okay. Right. <laughs> I've um I've wasn't grounded, but it was like stare at the wall for fifteen minutes. Oh like, yeah. I've been like put in the corner. That's a classic thing though. Yeah. It's because I said shit. Oh sh oh shit. And then I was like in first grade. And then once you got grounded, you're like, oh great, great shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why I said it? Because I screamed it. Oh really? Yeah. From, from what? I was playing Zelda. And you just died. And I died and I was getting frustrated. So I screamed like shit. <laughs> and then mom was like what did you say? <laughs> stare at the corner. Yeah. Stare at the corner. I'm unplugging your Nintendo. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. I never beat that game. It's like impossible. I played it later, later, years later came out and it seemed well, like. What well, game do you think well, I'm Are we talking about? about the like NES no. one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was right. <laughs> oh no. I thought you were talking about Ocarina of Time. That's why. Because <laughs> it's, it's like top down. And it's like all games are harder. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, they're on the plane and um, they're going to go visit the grandmother. The, uh, the one thing I want to point out here is once they're landing, mm-hmm. the people on the plane stand up. Don't so, you hate so that? So you can get out faster. I hate those people. People that like once we land where we're our destination, they just stand yeah. up to get their bags. Their bags are not going anywhere. It's not like you're going to get off the plane faster. It, no, because that way, once it's your turn, you just go. Okay. The, people I hate even more than those people are the people that go. It's not their turn. They're roll back and they're pushing people out of the way. Just get through oh. hey, that's karachi baby anyways they they get there and they're, they're meet their uh grandmother her grandmother at the yeah the, and her mother there at the uh, station i could just tell because i've been in situations like this mm-hmm. that it is hot it's like oh. humid like i've landed in a tropical country and it's like oh i'm not ready for this like it is it's a shock to the system really yeah. just the the feeling of it 
I've never been out of the country. Can you, does the air, the air taste different? The air is dirty. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't been, you're not, you haven't been here. You're talking about a different country, but. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just saying, you know, in other countries. It doesn't taste American. The air is more polluted. Sure. Right. And then um, it also feels like just like a heater is blowing at you every step you take. And it's not cold outside. So it's like, it just feels. No. Yeah. Outside hot is hotter. Outside. And then um, all, and then there's people everywhere, like shoulder to shoulder. Crowded. Hustle. They don't care if you're uh, from there or not. They're, you know, get out of my way if you're not, if you don't know where you're going. They probably shoulder track you if they can tell you're a yeah. tourist. No, they, when I landed, they could tell I was a tourist. So they're like, oh, let me help you with your cart for a tip. Like, yeah, you know, they don't say like it's for a tip. They just want to like, let me help you. Let me help you. So then when you get to your car or ride or whatever, they can be like, oh, that'll be whatever. It's absolutely, like, they're just like, oh, this place is absolutely nice. Everyone's so kind. And you just try to jet yeah. out of there and I, ignore I them. I knew it already. Like, no, I got it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not a, a weak tourist, you know, you can spot these scams. Yeah. I, I'd like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also a lot of traffic there. I've never been in that type mm -hmm. of traffic before where there's cars zooming past and forth, the scooters going opposite direction from you and they're oh, right next to I've you. I've totally, yeah. It's... It's surprising. And uh, like, there's like no lines on the ground for where I went. Yeah. There's like, the lines mean nothing. The lights mean nothing. It's oh. just, if you can fit in, go in. It's a suggestion. Yeah. it's These are guidelines, but drive at your own leisure. You were driven <laughs> places, or you never drove no, there. No, yeah. no, no. Could you imagine? I mean, you have to be a good driver there, right? I mean, you just have to. You have to. to be an aggressive driver. You can't be hesitant. No. It's like, oh, like here it's like... um. Um, you're you're told to be more passive, like allow people to get in front of you. Yeah, um, you know, be more of a defensive driver, give space. There, it's like no, squeeze in where you can, even if you can't fit, squeeze in, because then you'll never get in. Because you need to get there. You need to get there. Like, I, make a left turn from the right lane if you have to. Oh wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That scares me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but they finally get there through the traffic. They get to this gated nice house. It's like you know, it's pretty nice house. Yeah. All right. They they get in there. They they have like butlers, I think, in the place. Yeah. I mean, the grandmother is well off. I yeah. Don't think she's struggling. Super nice. Um, and then she makes it Kamala to her grandmother's like painting room, and there's a sweet moment right. between the two of them. Uh, it shows like she is just like her grandmother, very creative, very artistic. True. Um, and then they show photos of her as a toddler too with her dad yeah kamala's great-grandfather i think this is foreshadowing a little bit because she might have to remember his face oh and then um she doesn't have a photo of her mother so she had to paint one by memory yeah we've seen that actor before yeah in the past in a flashback mm -hmm. um and then there's a moment where we reveal the grandmother knows that they're both jinn but she's like so nonchalant about it like yeah so what it's uh, it's genetics yeah that's what my dad told me we're, we're jinn whatever but then Kamala's just like freaking out like what do you how are you so cool about this like this is so strange to me well um the whole reason they came over here was to figure out the visions like what yes what brought the that train into their lives right whatever that was right and so that's the whole crux of why they're they're in the country mm -hmm. they mentioned the trail of stars and the vision of when she was a kid and went to the train in I think she, she says something like oh I couldn't get on the train so like it's almost like something picked me up and brought me onto the train. Yeah. Right? So I think that's more foreshadowing of what's to come. I see. Okay. Okay. And now it's uh, the next morning. Yes. Right? She, she like falls asleep there. And it's uh, her cousins wake her up. Right? I, I think cousins are pretty annoying. I think they're a little too... 
Um, I don't know. Like, we get it. They're your cousins, but you don't know them yet, right? I think you just don't know them uh, super well. Yeah. And it's, I guess it's been they're a while. trying to be um, good hosts, right? I think they try to be comfortable with their... Yeah, a little but too comfortable. A bit like, annoying. Come on, I'm still asleep here. Yeah. <laughs> I'd want to, I'd be jet lagged. Yeah. Right. They're also making fun of her sloth toy. Yes. Yes. The little uh, pillow, as she calls it. Yeah. That's funny. Stuffed animal. But they're like, come on, we got to go. I think they're going to like almost like a fancy luncheon or something. Just a nice lunch outside. And Kamala's like sweating bullets because it's super, yeah. super hot there, right? Like you said. And uh, she's wearing jeans or whatever. And doesn't know how to acclimate to the right. humidity. I would be the same way. And she's even saying it's not really the, the weather, it's like the food. The food is super spicy right yeah it's i don't know if i'll be able to to eat that spicy food i don't know i don't think i've actually had the spiciest spicy foods before yeah i've had um i know it's different but like indian food yeah i've had that and i've i was like oh this is very good right so then um later i'd go there with my indian friend yeah and then he'd be like this food is so like watered down and so bland made for the people and like not ready for real indian food right (laughs) like oh man i thought this was good already (laughs) i thought it was tasty um, but what's nice is her cousins are gonna, you know, pay, play host and have them uh, show her shopping centers in like the city of, of yeah. Karachi, right? The middle of town, the, the square of everything. They do it for like two minutes, and yeah. then they're like, "You're boring. We're gonna leave you." Kind of <laughs> lame. We're gonna leave you in this country that you don't know around and just um, abandon you in the streets. They, yeah, they kind of crap on her. She's the A B C D. Whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what that stood for, like but yeah. American-born confused Desi. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's a term, right? <laughs> so they leave her, right? And then she's like exploring, and I think she's like looking for something. She's yeah. even asking like the shopkeepers and stuff. Looking for the train station. Yeah. And uh, she finally gets there. There's a little mural of Ant-Man, right? Oh, how, how nice. She's even wearing her like New Jersey Avengers Con shirt right now. Yeah. I think um, this is a little bit of a nod to the comic book. Oh, yeah. Because in the comic book, she can, her body can manipulate sizes and stuff, right? So it's almost like Ant-Man. Oh, good point. Because there's a scene in the comics where she shrinks down to like ant size. Yeah. Did she lose that power? Is that another power she doesn't really have She doesn't have that here. Yeah. Okay. So it's totally different. But yeah, I think she relates to Ant-Man a little bit. I see. Okay. That's interesting. That's kind of a bummer. I like that like body shaping thing. She could also grow super big. Like she's also giant. Yeah. Right. I like that better because it's um, also a play on just like adolescence, like getting used to your body changing. Exactly. Yeah. But that doesn't happen in the show. The force field powers, whatever that is. Hard light. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Also on the mural, there was an artist name, and it is actually the artist of the comic book. Oh, really? Yeah. I think uh, Alfonso was the last name or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, But as she's just chilling there, a dagger comes in and hits the mural, and she goes into an all-out brawl with this guy wearing a red mask. Yes, this uh, is... Revealed to be, um, his name is Kareem, I think. That's right. And he's part of this vigilante group called the Red Daggers. Whoa. And they're trying to protect the city from the, the clandestine. Mm-hmm. And he's confusing her as one of them because he can like sense the Nor energy around her. And he's like, oh, you're, you're like that, but it's like different. I guess she just, he just realized, oh, she has the, she's a djinn, but not a clandestine, right? It's yeah, like- exactly. And so she's like, like, not a hundred percent. 
Uh, and so, oh, you're American. Yeah. <laughs> I like the sequence when they're kind of like um, fighting with each other because she's using her powers like it's almost like she's making stairs, making platforms, and really being more creative with her with her powers. Right. It's not just like what we've seen in the past. I think like a force field or whatever. She's actually using it, like making an environment almost yeah. a fighting stage. And this Karim guy's like a Pakistani ninja, right? He's yeah, got skills. He's good. Yeah, throwing those daggers and everything. Mm-hmm. And after he realizes that she might be a, a friend, they, he says, "Oh, I got to show you someone. We have to go meet somebody." And takes her to a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, and um, it's like one of those like dingy ones, and so no one goes there. Uh, yeah, I bet the taste, taste, the food tastes banging though. Yeah, I bet it's hella good because <laughs> the chef doesn't wash their hands. Yeah, extra flavor. <laughs> and then there's like a secret door. That leads to the back And then it's like a super fancy room now I wanted to point out When they go to that secret door Mm -hmm. Like the door to the kitchen Is just a bead curtain Like anyone in the Chinese restaurant Could totally see like a secret entrance Oh like if someone was eating there Yeah like whoa (laughs) That stove like went through the door And then became a walkway Like you said, it's like a beautiful headquarters yeah. for the Red Daggers. And then they get to the middle there and then he's introduced, introducing Kamala to like, I guess his teacher or the leader of the Red Daggers, which is Walid. Yeah. Uh, and he's like an aged guy. He understands the the relationship of Kamala to Aisha, right? right. And uh, the clandestines and where they come from a different dimension, a different realm that's on right. top of theirs. There's like a cool map, like hologram. So it's like, again, Marvel's doing like dimensional, multiversal stuff. This is just another one of those. But he's trying to explain like there's a world like almost overlapping that we can't see and they can't see our world. But with the power of the Bengal, the clandestine not only want to open the gate between them, but almost like overtake ours with theirs. Right. Yeah. Like overlap it somehow when yeah. like break ours down to sacrifice to get to theirs. Exactly. Turn our world into just their world. Okay. I don't get the logic there, but that's the problem <laughs> they're posing. <laughs> um, and so we've now catch up with the clandestines and they are in Damage Control's Supermax prison. Supermax, yeah. Um, if you've seen the She-Hulk trailer, this Supermax prison is also in that trailer and it's where they're holding abomination really yeah do you think that's what we've seen in uh, shang chi in that little portal same yeah, place it's the same place so like in shang chi you see a portal of his cell and then that cell is also in the she hulk trailer and we see the exterior shot of it where it's like in the middle of a desert somewhere oh and that's same building is shown in this episode of Miss Marvel, except it's like a nighttime shot, but it's the same building. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see the connection there. And I think this is where they're going to be developing the Thunderbolts. It would make sense, right? Yeah. Copy Suicide Squad. Just do that. Pretty much. The second one. The second, please. Yeah. Ignore the first one. Um, but immediately when they're getting processed, they just break out. They just fight off these damage control guards. This is like super minimum security. <laughs> Cause like they easily escape. Um, obviously like when Namja, the mother character yeah. like fights, she just gets pushed aside in the fight so that we don't get like the action <laughs> of her. Cause she's an old lady. Yeah. Right. But then like when they do escape, she looks at uh, her son, uh, Cameron. Yeah. She's like, uh, we're, we're not going with you and you're not going with us cause you betrayed us. So we helped you escape, but like we're not cool anymore. That's that's your son. She's like, but mom, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I think it's more like she knows her son wants to stay here. 
I think she knows he was a mistake. Oh, wow. Like, wow. Uh, we're, like, we're trying to get back. And I don't know if he's a halfsy or fullsy <laughs> clandestine. Oh. But, you know, it's like, uh, you're you're too you care too much about the the regular people. So wow. <laughs> so it's like uh, I can't have you around me around us because I can't fully trust you. Wow, you think she's that cold blooded? Yes, I thought there was like a quick moment or for like uh, like uh, I, I think it's I think it's for him. Like he wants to be here really, and she's just trying to like cut ties. Well, yeah, she's definitely trying to cut ties because they're on different sides now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still a mistake. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so the there's a quick scene of Kamala and the grandmother on the rooftop patio. There's like kites in the air, mm-hmm. and it's kind of just a mention of a flashback of like the history of the partition and yeah, like, she's learning more the past historical trauma of it all, right? Of yeah, the partition and that moment in history in her life. And then they do something that you like, I think, is um, when they use like things in the environment to depict a text message. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so the kites form like a message from Kareem. Yes. And he's like, you up? <laughs> you free? <laughs> you want to go to the beach? Sup? <laughs> so they do go to the beach and uh, he introduces her to all his friends and they're just jamming. Man, these guys, they, I bet they do this like every day. They go to the beach and play guitar. Yeah. They're, they're like that kind of folk. Yeah. That's where they live. They're beach people in Pakistan, right? You're right. It, it's almost not a beach. Like it looked like, like mostly desert with <laughs> a pond. <laughs> Um, but they're they're had to jam now. They're having a good time. She has some biryani. It's kind of like oh, she's not used to the culture she thought she knows. Right. This is like the real Pakistan. Yeah, the real food. Right. It's like more spicy than she ever thought. Yeah. Um. And back at the house, it's the another mother daughter relationship. Uh, Kamala's mom and her grandmother, and it's kind of them feuding about the messy house. Right. And you could tell like there's almost like a, a wedge between them because. Kamal's mom grew up in this house and it's probably like been like this her whole life and she has friction with her mom because she's like why can't you like just give all this up and give your attention to me like I needed you when I was a kid and all you cared about was like the past and finding like um, the the gin I guess these like, fantastical theories all of your um, what do you call it conspiracy theories yeah yeah uh, and also, like, she, the mother, feels, like, sad about being shunned by the neighbors. Right, when, yeah. When the grandmother is all like, telling all these conspiracies to everybody. And that's why she had to, like, she felt like she had to go to America to get away from that. Right. And the grandmother's like, can you just relax? We're finally together. We're chilling here on this swinging bed. Just calm down. <laughs> it's a swinging bed. Relax. A, how could you be mad on a swinging bed? <laughs> that was so cool, right? Doesn't that look comfortable? I would uh, be all constantly scared that it's going to fall. I think it didn't have like a rope. I think it was like metal bars were actually what it's swinging yeah, from. Yeah, but I just never that, trust them. That looks more dangerous if it does ever fall. Because they're like probably bolted to the ceiling, right? Yeah. But what is attached to that? Do you trust the engineering there? I don't know if I do. <laughs> Just, I mean, maybe when it's first made, but after a while, it's got to wear down. Well, two people are on it. Right. So it's strong enough, I guess. It is like kind of like a bed couch, like it's both. It's in the middle of the room. Right, yeah. It's not in the corner or anything, so it takes up a lot of space. But I want to try it once. Do you think it's necessary? (laughs) (laughs) What is the difference between just the bed being on the floor? (laughs) If you get on it, you're like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get to try it once. (laughs) Because I want one. I like that. It's like a hammock, but a bed. Yeah, that's true. Right? It's both. 
Um, and they're just feuding again. This is mother-daughter relationship. And there's a quick moment of also Kamala and her mother and they share toffee. It's like, it's, right. it's a weird thing of like these two relationships, two different relationships and how they um, both fight each other and love each other at the same time. But I think Kamala is seeing now how hard she's been to her mom because um, her mom and her grandmother have the same kind of like uh, difference in understanding. Yes, absolutely. So she's realizing like I should be more um, respectful of my mom and not be so rebellious. Try not to stress her out and kind yeah. of get her side of things, why right. she was kind of so strict. Right. Right. That makes sense. She's seeing herself in her mom now because she's the daughter in the, that version. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we catch up now with Kamala training with the red daggers in their hide and their cool hideout. Yeah, I like this sequence. Um, there's a shot where like she uses her powers to almost like catch the dagger like in her palm. Yeah. So I think she's really stepped up her game in like understanding what she can do with her powers. There's a, a quick moment where Walid gives her like a cool vest to like yeah. understand you're not alone. This will be uh thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like haggling. Yeah. <laughs> you think you can scare me out because I'm an American? No. <laughs> Uh, but then, out of nowhere, a clandestine surprise attack. They got there, like, really quick. Yeah. Overnight. Is the Supermax prison next door? <laughs> <laughs> Is it in Pakistan? Yeah. <laughs> they drop from above, and it's a cool sequence where they're basically surrounded immediately. Yeah. So they, the two Red Dagger guys know, like, oh, they're after the Bengal, so we got to get Kamala out of here. And Waleed's telling um, Kareem, like, just get her out of here. I'll slow them down, right? And he's fighting them off. I think he actually like kills one of them. Yeah. And then this leads to a whole like chase sequence, which I thought like, oh, this is where this episode amps up. Like it's more production than the other episodes, I think. Oh, really? Because this is not like a um, easy thing to shoot. Like there's a real chase sequence in the streets. Not a tiny little room they're in, no. right? It reminds me of Extract. Do you remember that movie? Is it Extract? The one with Chris Hemsworth? I think, I think that could be it. Yeah. Extraction? Extraction. I think yeah. Extract is a, a weed movie. <laughs> I think Extract is like a Jason Bateman movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Um, so there is like a lot of action in this sequence. It's a, uh, yeah, you get the real feeling. It's the streets of Karachi as there's a bustling town and they're just being chased down. Kamala steals a truck yeah. to get out of there. Again, same joke as the first episode. She doesn't know how to drive, really. <laughs> yeah, I just realized that, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, they get separated, right? As Kareem gets surrounded, Kamala just like runs over one of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> so like I think two of them are done now. Right. And then um, they kind of get trapped in a section and they're like fighting them off. And then um, the leader, the older lady, grabs like a, a knife, right? And she's going to stab um, Kamala and she blocks it with her bangle. And this like unleashes like a whole like vision that she has. She gets like jumped into, teleported into a vision of the train station at Karachi back then. Basically the same story as the grandmother, the last train at yeah. Karachi to Karachi. And I thought the sequence was really cool because like, uh, the the staging of this like mm -hmm. throughout the episode is a lot bigger because like first you see like the train and the people hustling busting she doesn't know where she is and then she climbs up on top of the train and then it expands to see the great 
like struggle that all these people are trying to like get out of this whole like civil war and it's get it gets bigger and bigger like i was surprised how many people there was in the shot and um in my mind i think this is her almost like time traveling back to that point and she's gonna relive what happened to her grandmother yeah it is a really desperate sight like a wild sight to see all these people just getting on top of the train they're announcing this is the last train like if you don't get on this you're never escaping families are being separated people are sad to see their loved ones go yeah they're like pretty much saying goodbye forever to a lot of their loved ones kind of wild sight right yeah do you think she actually did teleport in time or is this just really like a gonna be like a long vision is gonna carry into the next episode what do you think so my theory is she does teleport back in time. Yeah, I like that idea. And when the grandmother is explaining how she got back on the train, it's Kamala helping her now. Oh. Yeah. I didn't think of that at all. Okay. That's the whole reason why she showed the picture of the grandfather so that she would know what he looks like. Now that she's back in the past, she'll see him. Man, I I think the show does this thing a lot where you make assumptions of like what people are, like what they present to you. Like, yeah. But earlier when we saw visions of Namja, we just thought that was her grandmother because we haven't seen the grandmother right, grandmother yeah. yet. I assume that the person that did the Trail of Stars for her was her own mother, Aisha. Yeah. So I like this idea where it's like warping it. If you are right. It's I like a butterfly it. effect. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that was a bad movie. Uh, but I think <laughs> this is going to be a good, they're going to use the good parts of it. Asin Kutcher's like randomly in this shot in Karachi. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I think this episode was one of the better ones. Uh, because it amps up the action, the setting, the they made everything look really colorful yeah. too. Like uh, the whole show is always like that, but this one seems more. And then um, getting introduced to the red daggers, I thought was really cool. I actually like the culture shock of everything. Mm-hmm. That's what I like the most is her just adjusting to this and uh, realizing maybe not how much Pakistan she really is. You know, like yeah. kind of being a, also the struggles of being a second generation immigrant. Yeah, that, that's something like a lot of people in America can relate to and kind of learn about. Like it's like a special situation for some people. You know, right. We were half and half in a way. Do you think um, she goes back to the U.S. in the next episode or does the rest of the show take place in Pakistan? Oh, I think... I guess the clandestines already there and they're, they're the issue, right? Yeah. It might just stay in, in uh, Pakistan the whole time for the rest the last two episodes. Yeah. That that worries me because what I think the only thing this episode was lacking was uh, there's no Bruno. Right. And I need me some Bruno sometimes. Yeah. We probably have to go back there. Yeah. Um, they never resolved anything with Nakia, right? Yeah. She just learned about Kamala's powers. They, they can't leave it like that. Yeah. I'm sure she'll go back because the clandestine... I bet the clandestine would be like we know your friends so we're gonna capture them to get you to come back and, and give us the bangle that's a good point yeah yeah i might see them going back now do you think the second bangle will ever be discovered i don't think so i think maybe we'll leave it for possibly the, the next marvels uh like oh, the, movie, the movie or i think this has potential for a second season i think it totally does i almost wish this was like a movie because like i know the shows are longer but they have to be broken up into like chapters almost so if you have a movie you can tell one long story that is um, i don't know maybe better in, in production value too true maybe a bit more cohesive i yeah. actually like it as a show because i feel like each episode it leans more into the different flavors this was like you said like an action one yeah i think i like the other episodes better because they're more funny and like uh, kind of play to the cinematography of things okay i like those episodes actually the most mm, okay but i see what you're saying they're amping it up and yeah changing it the environment was so awesome to see uh pakistan yeah well i really enjoyed um 
episode four. Uh, I look forward to the next one. There's only two episodes left. Yeah. Yeah. So we say that with every show, but I really like this show. Yeah. I wish there was more, but we will be breaking down next week, episode five. So you won't want to miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Just search us in your podcast app and hit that follow button. Yeah. Before we get into the episode five, you can find us at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast. Let's chat over there about Miss Marvel. Hey, we're going to be back on Wednesday with our regular podcast episode. Until then, do you have an outro for this? You can call me Sloth Baby. <laughs> okay. See you guys. See ya.